It's a weird. It space. is a little weird. Because you could be with someone that's just like, I want to stay at home, and that's a weird discussion. <laughs> so, I look at it more like you're saying, oh, you're saying not want to do anything of their own. Yeah. Oh, that's cool for me. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's real cool. <laughs> well, well, my point. Welcome back to the Born Bro Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for latest podcast clips and podcast updates. And listen to our latest episode on Spotify. Now let's get to the show. One of the most important ways to continue to progress in life is by controlling your attitude. Now Dante and I have a very excellent episode prepared for everybody today. But it all starts with your attitude. Now why is attitude important? Attitude is important because... The way life gets thrown at you after high school is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. There, there's so many things that get thrown at you that you didn't have to worry about before. And now some of us are less prepared than others. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it doesn't change how your attitude can really affect everything. Your attitude affects your relationships romantically, non-romantically with your family, mm-hmm. everything like that. You can ruin a relationship by having a bad attitude. You could ruin a opportunity you know, business-wise or a a job interview or anything by your attitude, how you're carrying yourself. You could ruin your day and possibly ruin multiple days and weeks and years by how you're, you know, how you're developing as a person and how you're acting towards the things that are happening to you. Because don't get me wrong, there are a lot of things that make me want to just fold up, go into my bed and just, you know, give up. But it's how you handle your reaction to those things that can really show the kind of person you are, the kind of man, the kind of woman, the kind of, you know, whatever the person you want to be. Um, attitude can change everything. Now, even more importantly, uh, like I just said before, it's how you handle the bad events in your life. And honestly, the good ones as well, because you never want to be too high on a success and you never want to be too low on something going on with you. Um, and the way that this has impacted my life is when I was younger and I was in basketball. I'm just going to give you a brief, you know, story here. I was in basketball. The games that I would play well, if I played at all, (laughs) would be the games that I, you know, didn't miss, or let's say I missed a shot and, you know, I just got right back on defense, didn't bother me at all. Those would be the games that I would play well because I wouldn't get down on me missing a shot. And I think the reason for that was I didn't get in too much. So, like, if I were to miss a shot, you know, it kind of just derailed me because I felt like I wasn't going to get back in the game. But, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, uh, this man was, this man was on Planet Venom over here. This man was going crazy. I'm sorry. He woke up at 3.30 a.m. This I'm not even mad at him at all. I know that shift it's is funny. ridiculous. That's the first time I've ever done that. Huh? It's the second time, actually. You know when you go in that trance, one of your eyes is over here, the other one's over there. You're, like, thinking about two different worlds at once. I wasn't even thinking. Hey, but check this out. We're talking about attitude. Look at this big old smiling guy over here. Jesus. He's doing a podcast at 7 p.m. He's been up <laughs> since 3 a.m. And he's here with a smile on his face. So oh exactly what we're talking about. He's not letting... Yeah, brain dead. 
Huh? Yeah, he's just brain. He's just <laughs> cross-eyed, looking everywhere in the room, looking all over the place. It was locked in on you. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, back to the basketball. Definitely back to it, on topic. The games that I would play well were the games I didn't let turnovers or missed shots affect my play, and the games that I would play bad is when I miss a shot immediately. Um, you know, what was me down on myself? You know, those would be the games that I would play terrible, and that's a great metaphor for life. How many? days have you had something bad happen to you whether it's the beginning or the end of the day and then the rest of your day is ruined mm. or even something simpler is like um how are you acting and what's your attitude in life when you're tired just like i said about Dante, how are you responding to when you're tired because to tell you the truth everybody's tired everybody maybe not everybody but for <laughs> the for the most part everybody has something going on, you know. Everybody definitely has something going on, for sure. Everybody has a point. Yeah, some every, kind. everybody has something going on. And, you know, sometimes uh, you might be, you know, feeling healthy and you might be well-rested, but then something could be going on in your family. Mm-hmm. Or there's sometimes where you're super tired, yeah. but you have so many things to do that are actually really important. And you have to have the presence of mind and the attitude to not just give up. You have to go out there and, you know, complete the things that, you're supposed to be doing, you know. That's true. Yeah, you you can't always let your emotions control you. I think I said that on the very first podcast. Mm-hmm. I said the exact same phrase. Yeah, you talk about your um, your hawk of a past where you were just a just devastating force yeah. to be dealt with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I would let my emotions control everything about me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a terrible thing. You can you can absolutely just stunt your growth as a person if. Okay, for example, let's just say you get up, something happens to you at 7 a.m. I'm livid. If you're, you <laughs> know, at 7. yeah, that's a little too early for something to happen to you. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> but but the point of me bringing that up is that is at 7 a.m. Yeah. And most people, that will bug them so much it ruins the rest of their day. Uh, it's, I think, I think if I'm able to express how I feel about it, I will let it go sooner. But if, if I'm just there and I'm like, I'm kind of like stuck in this way that I just have to digest it alone, I'm going to just contemplate and constantly think about it. Like, yeah, I can believe this so-and-so happened or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. with this random, you know, um, obstacle of a scenario I'm dealing with at the time. Definitely, if you have somebody to express this with, it would definitely help it pass sooner or else you're just going to be mad with yeah. yourself for a bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you can express it to people. I just mean. Just don't go too crazy. Just don't. Just, Some people do take it too far. Yeah, like don't linger in something like. Yeah. And a lot of the things that people get up so upset about and let it ruin their day are just the most trivial things ever. Getting cut off in traffic or you know different things. Um, you know somebody saying something rude to you. Um, and I'm not innocent. You know, there's certain times where I you know am a little too emotional with some mm-hmm. you know with some hey, things. Road rage is real. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's yeah, road rage is pretty. It yeah. gets it gets rough even if. You know, like I, I used to when I when I did when I was driving, and like when I started, it was like it didn't exist. Like you couldn't get me riled up while, yeah. while driving. But as time progressed, you didn't know no better in the like, beginning. The more I drive, the more I'm like, for what? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then yeah, I, I would definitely say I feel like you. I feel like if you if you don't naturally have road rage, you grow into your own version. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, like you, you'll you'll you get those things that like, oh no, turn a signal, you know, like. <laughs> what? That's kind of the same. I think it's just because it's like, 
I don't know, let's just say somebody was a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, you know, they make it really far. And then they're somehow in the game with somebody who's just starting basketball. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, like, oh, they've so. been doing it for so long yeah. that now their heads, like, can't picture themselves at that stage anymore. So mm-hmm. they're like, what, like, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, yeah, you man. Know? It does make sense. But... Nah, because every time you look at a car, it's not like it's a young... Yeah, you know, that is true. It's always somebody definitely older than us. It's never the student drivers. Right, making us mad at yeah. whatever God knows what time in the morning. Yeah. On the way to work. That street is terrible in the morning. But... Well, you got it's rush hour, man. You got, people got to clock in. But uh, nevertheless, him and I are going on some tangents here. <laughs> hey, hey, man, let us, let us digress. Yeah, let us, let let us let go let crazy. Digress, yeah, let us digress. <laughs> Um, your attitude controls everything. Uh, you know, you, you can't constantly be stuck in a thing to where, let me put it like this. The the more time you're, you're more mental energy you're putting towards your emotions, the less you're putting towards your goals. That's very true. But sometimes it's not so simple. You can have some type of, uh, this astounding attachment to whatever this issue is or was. Something you literally just can't. Oh, you're saying like a tra- traumatic thing? Yeah, something you, you can't just let go and you have yeah. to, however long it takes, sometimes you just have to live with that. And then you either come out on top or you just settle for being in this, you know, this limbo in between. For the for the basis of this conversation, let's just talk about, uh, or what we're talking about is not those things, because I'm not going to ever be insensitive to somebody that has a horrible thing that has happened to them and be like, oh, you just got to get up and... You gotta go. Like I'm not. I'm not that kind of person. Hey, but don't, don't come to me, then. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm just to tell. You, I'm. We're really talking about you know the, the softer, the average yeah. things that we go to on a day to day basis. The, the minor annoyance. The the minor things. The minor times you're upset, and you know, and yeah. you can't. Like like today, your boss yelled at you for doing something wrong. And then you bring it home. Yeah. To your family. And and you also did it wrong, but you. I hate when they when they only tell you that, that uh, <laughs> you know they don't tell you what they did. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. give you they give you just and he yelled at me for this. Yeah, I can't believe that. And and then, she's forty five minutes late. And you can't you as a listener you can't actively be like, but why did he yell at you? It's mm, like, you say that is over with. Look, you're never on my side. Yeah. Look, look, you hey, don't believe me. Hey, I don't like him anyway. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> you your gotta, boss. You gotta fix your position. Yeah, you well, gotta just switch up real yeah, quick. Please continue. Um. So all that's leading up to, you know, obviously we just said, you know, control your emotions Mm -hmm. before they control you. Um, Don't let the trivial things bother you. Um, You know, stay ahead of the game by focusing more on your craft than how you're feeling. On the, you know, even deeper in this conversation, your attitude can also hinder you in ways that you probably didn't think of, like connections, making connections. Um Let's just say this. Let's oh, say actually, actually, I'm like, I'm, I'm a pretty good example of that, because people do say I do get a lot. The, a lot of the I, I didn't like you before. Yeah, I get those quite often. <laughs> Does that bother you? No, not at all. I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> well, because would it bother you if people that you felt were more important to you said it? No. Well, let me reframe let me, it even let more. Me, let me explain the reason why. Even if I did somehow believe. I have this deep endearment of you. Even if you told me, like, I did not like you, 
and, or even if it was like, I currently still don't like you. You're still here talking to me. <laughs> so yeah. either way, and at some point, I, I still feel like I'm winning you over. Oh, so I see. You're kind of giving me this power to like, yeah. it's like you're giving me a chance. So I, I, so I, I just don't stress. I wouldn't stress it as long as like, if you're continuously talking to me and I do care about, you know, your view on me, me or whatever the case may be. I can. I, I, it lets me know that you still see some something positive, some some potential. But then you know, whatever the case may be, potential yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> potential. Some potential. <laughs> <laughs> well, point being, no, that's why it wouldn't affect me because I still know I have a window to work on it. But what if it was like? Because like, that would be the same thing as like uh, if you're making a business deal, they don't like you. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's like you're still gonna work with me though. Cause yeah. yeah. You don't have a choice, and you, you know what? Most of the time, you we grow in each other. So yeah, at the yeah. end, you're like you know, yeah. Someone said something funny or it, something. It, it reminds me of uh, you telling me a story about um, I believe it was Linda or something like that, and how you guys kind of had this rough, like, meeting. And he, <laughs> I I don't know if you remember you telling me about it, but it was a pretty long time ago. But then at the end, you guys kind of like evened out. Like, you're like, I understand him, and he understands me, and you guys were, like, kind of, like, decent in the end. I'll have to go back in my, my catalog yeah, in my brain later and think about what you're talking about. Um, but, yeah, like I'm saying, your your attitude can affect connections. Dante's case doesn't bother him too much. But in his case... <laughs> That's not what I mean. Wait, but it's not any connection. I think he just means it's just like day to day people. He's when meaning. it comes to regular day to day people, I always get the I did not like you in the beginning because I don't know people for some people for some reason believe I don't know how they always think I'm like laughing at them. <laughs> I don't know how every time it, it comes about this way, but I'm usually in this situation that they kind of need help from me, right? Some type of guidance of some kind. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Hey, maybe it's God. Maybe I'm just you know. Maybe you just yeah. they look at you like like Gandalf. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I ain't got it. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, by the end of the t- of me helping them, they always they always say, like with um Sean, Sean and Roy said this. They were like, "Yeah, I asked for help," and you like laughed at me and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I did not laugh at them and walked away. I laughed because I thought the situation we were in was funny. Mm-hmm. But they take it like. To like this personal level of like, I'm laughing at their like intelligence or lack of intelligence in yeah. the moment. So then I have to explain myself later, and then they're always like, "Oh, okay." So it's not like they really. It's not. It's not that they really don't like me. They just misunderstood what happened, which is why they always say you grew on me because they just they just didn't know the type of person I was at the time. But now you know later on they understood, and then we talk about yeah. that specific first impression that they had, and yeah. Oh, so actually, before we get any connections, then how much would you say a first impression means to you? Because uh, to me, it's everything. It's absolutely everything. It depends on who I'm talking to. I don't, because I'm generally the same all around, either way. That's why I don't really care about first impressions too much. Cause because if you don't like me off of a first impression, it means I more than likely don't like you. Like, well, if you, what about this? If you're meeting someone like we're gonna meet next week. Okay, well that's different. Or like my parents, because when you if, met them, if I'm if I am being presentable at the time, 
like my, you know, most highest level of professionalism, where you know whatever that position may be in that kind of businessy or important family role, and that person still doesn't find me appealing in any way, shape, or form. I don't think I can fix that because I've already put my best foot forward. Mm. So I all I can do is just look at the situation and just understand that whatever it may be, whether this person expresses to me or not, the likelihood of me being able to change that probably does not exist. Well, that's okay. I mean, if you put your best foot forward, not mm-hmm. everybody's going to like you. But to me, the reason why a first impression is everything is because I feel like if that's like your chance to not leave a bad taste in someone's mouth. Pause. Yeah, that was crazy. But what I what I mean <laughs> what I mean is is generally let's say I meet somebody in the in the first time I meet them, I'm not particularly fond of them. Mm-hmm. That image and you know situation plays in my head the next time I meet them. Oh, it's like uh, it's like when you relive an embarrassment like by yourself. Like you okay, like okay, I got you. Because it's like. I'm not trying to judge them off this one event, but it's just so hard. Like, let's say somebody meets you and they're just absolutely the opposite of the kind of person that you want to be around the first time. Mm-hmm. But then the second time, they're super nice. So now there's unpredictability about this person that, you know. Yeah, you, you, know, you have to have them, like, figure it out. Now you got to see them again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, for me, I would just rather get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. I tried to, like, um, I just got a, a phone call today from a client of mine. And um, we're not actively right now looking at something only because in the particular area with the kind of things he wants, um, we're just not finding anything. So, I mean, we're looking, but we're just not, like, we're just on a deal eyes. together right now. Keeping our eyes and ears open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave me, a, like, a very good call today, and he said... Um, and this is based off kind of a text conversation we had. It was a good one. He basically said, um, because I sent him uh, a text saying, I thought this was funny, but do you remember the suit I was wearing when we met? Mm-hmm. And it was when you saw me with the big old baggy suit on. Mm-hmm. And he said, to be honest, man, I wasn't caring about the suit because the character, character is what makes a man not what the man's wearing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oof. And then um, it basically told me, you know, different things like that. And he said what I was really paying attention to was how eager you were to learn and, and how polite and respectful you were in the conversation and how you knew what I or how I knew what I was talking about and how we just had a great conversation. So um, and when you make a first impression like that and you keep building on it like you'd be surprised at the amount of connections you can make like it just starts to to have a little snowball effect for you and and i don't necessarily look at connections in the way of like i have all these people lined up that can do something for me mm-hmm. that's not how you're supposed to look at it but mm. that's how you think it is no that's not how i think it is but it's so complicated when you depending on what what these connections are built from in the first place well it's business so okay let's just say this because if, if i'm meeting you and the only reason i'm meeting you is for the use of you it complicates the relationship within itself because what is our relationship once we're done with whatever we're doing that 
I needed your help or guidance on. I look at it. I look at it differently, man. It's it's um. You you know when, when actors become like. Really, good friends after a TV show. The only reason they all met there was because they worked on the show. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at it in that sense. I know that's kind of a weird example, but you know, it's this really is just the thing that's bringing you together. I mean, if you want to put it that way, it could be, we would have never met if it's not for a work thing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, complicated once again. Um, acting is kind of like super like personalized because they're. they're they're too close at all. Like, think about what they're doing. Uh, always practicing their lines with each other. Yeah. They're always sitting down next to each other. Habits, signs. It's a lot. Per- it's a lot more personalized. Whereas me and you working on Amazon, I could have just ignored you, like, if I wanted to. But we just did. Well, <laughs> let me. I think your perspective will change once you. Once you get the license, I, I guarantee you. Now I have to grow. <laughs> huh? No, I think you will because cause check it out. At the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, um, I'm going to try. My biggest thing in my head was I'm going to try to build connections and relationships that will last because then obviously you have connections and you have great relationships, but um, people will know that you just don't only care about the money. There's so many times I've spoken against my own interests with somebody. Well, it's complicated because I don't care about as money money as much as my passions, so it can uh, it can always be misinterpreted. Well, where, that's where good then. Passion is scary. So, and whereas your goal is your passion is a part of the connection. From my passion is just the job itself. The work itself is the passion that drives me to be greater at doing the job itself. Whereas connections I know come naturally, and regardless of what I do, so. I just, I don't, that's why I don't, I lack the desire to want to kind of go out of my way to make the connections because I know regardless of anything, whether I want it to happen or not, I will be forced into situations where I have to reach and branch out. Well, that's, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're saying you're going to be so passionate about the job that you're going to, you know, meet all these people along the way. That's fine too. Mm-hmm. I just think that the perception of how we look at it is like, um, Connections aren't really. I mean, it sound when you when you talk about them out loud, it sounds like a transactional thing. It yeah, really does. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It really does when you talk about it out loud. But when you when it happens like in real time, it's really not like that. Yeah, that's true. But you really have to have that. You got to work on being. If you don't, if you're not born with this mindset, mm-hmm. like of looking at connections like that, like if you're someone that's only focused on the money. Yeah. You got to work on that because people will notice it. And if they don't notice it, things just generally don't end up working out for you because you're just Mm -hmm. kind of either too pushy or you're too, you know, it doesn't seem like you're being genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I think connections are great. Like, you know, I can help people and they equally help me and we share friendly exchanges and, you know, meet up for lunches and um food and things like that i mean it's crazy you're actually building friends and you just happen to be doing business together and you never know how how much you can help somebody's life and how much they can help yours and it's an equal benefit it doesn't have to always start with um something like dante and i Mm -hmm. um you know it can be strictly business related and then it develops into something more
Yeah, because I feel like ours is more along the lines of like, um, ours is more along the lines of yeah. Because I, I can't tell. Because I feel like I have a close foot. <laughs> yeah. But um, like of the like, my side of the thing, I was just kind of working, and then we just kind of like. It was naturally. Yeah, it was natural. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like neither nope neither of us was like going out of our way. It was yeah, just, really not. Yeah, we really were just like, this guy's cool. That guy's cool. Yeah. Talking, talking, talking. Oh, that's your family. All your family's up talking. You know, and, and over time, just kind of grew around that. Then we got to the this side of things. So yeah, it was actually super, super um, yeah. casual. Him and I became. This actually could be a important side note for the episode. Him and I became friends. We don't have to go into. The, we talked about it before, mm-hmm. but I just want to make one note. We became friends, kind of in a important way, of how I think people should handle friendships. Mm-hmm. I had never handled a friendship like that before. Okay. <laughs> like we just we just took a long time to actually hang out or anything outside. Yeah. And I think that's actually important because there's been many times in the past where I'll talk to somebody and you know, it would be going cool, but mm-hmm. then, you know, you're immediately hanging out and then you that's after true. a while you notice it's really not the kind of person you want to be around. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people do that. So I guess that's that's a good lesson for you is you have to what's what's the word I'm looking for vet scout you have to scout yeah you're going that's the direction you're going is right because you know like we always say it's a self improvement podcast so there's certain goals that you have that are going to require you to be around a certain level of person now whether you have big goals or small goals mm-hmm. uh, it's important. It's important to, you know, be with the kind of people that are going to get you there. If that makes sense. Mm. I mean, or <laughs> like the gist of it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You kind of just just take the time to understand who you're talking to. Yeah, because you bring somebody on and they're absolutely not like uh, they don't fit your life at it's, all. It's like uh, you're, it's like basically you're saying uh, they're incompatible. Yeah, I guess so. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's that cliche thing like you are who you spend, you know, the time with. But um, mm-hmm. I'm not rude. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Huh? <laughs> I just think, um, you know, you can elevate yourself faster if you're around people that are True. either trying to elevate or are better than you. Yes, because you'll be driven to be like them. Yeah. In a sense. Maybe not the exact same thing, maybe. Maybe you'll ride off into a different area. But you'll definitely try to reach a level of success that you kind of want to be in discussion around with that group of people. Because they're like, you know, let's say you sell a mansion one day. And I'm, you know, I'm talking about Amazon. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I, I want to at least be like I sold a duplex. You know, like I want to be, I want to be, I want to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. well, he just he just said it perfectly. Well, and um, let's just say this too: like, even if you're watching this or listening to it, and you're like going through the ten friendships you have. <laughs> And you're like, oh, man. Or you're going through your spouse or your partner or whatever, and you're like, oh, man. Just, you know, you don't have to, you know, go. Spouses. I'm sorry for interrupting. Spouses kind of, it's weird. That's a weird It space. is a little because weird. Because you could be with someone 
that's just like I want to stay at home and that's a weird discussion <laughs> so I look at it more like you're saying oh you're saying not want to do anything of their own yeah. oh that's cool for me that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's real cool my point being is they just have to what do they have to do they want to do nothing (laughs) no like uh from a personal standpoint they got to line up with you in some way shape or form like like they can't you can't be someone who wants to um let's say do all this traveling Mm -hmm. and um be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and um um, just just so goal-oriented super goal-oriented well, not even like that. Well, see, complicated. <laughs> like, I just mean, okay, I'm talking about how it lines up. You can't be someone yeah. that wants to travel and live in Italy and start, you know, a smoothie stand mm-hmm. when your partner, let's say it's a she, yeah, okay. wants to be, you know, a businesswoman on Wall Street in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, that just doesn't, it doesn't work at all. I mean, she won't have the time to travel, but. Exactly my yeah. point. Like, the the most important parts of the relationship have to line up everything else don't really matter to me everything well i mean okay no, no i'm saying I'm in this i was gonna say in this bracket of conversation i relate because i don't want to touch on relationships too much but <laughs> for I mean, example a couple of things you have in common mm-hmm. similar to you know the same goals morals values mm-hmm. everything else doesn't seem too important to me yeah yeah but um what I was saying before was don't look at the 10 friendships you have right now and be like, man, I got to, you know, cut this person, cut this person, cut this person, cut this person. (laughs) Well, unless you need to, but I mean, if people aren't serving you in life, I don't mean serving you like they're just servants to you. I just mean like they're not serving you happiness or, you know, they're not. The best advice I could give is just to just express to them that you want to change. And if they, don't want to change or grow or whatever that's depending on their reaction to this whether it be like let's say they're like what do you mean we're doing good where we are that that guy might gotta go <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you if that's a, that's a very unevolving mindset mm. um but you, that doesn't mean you have to cut them off quite yet it's only i would say just watch just express yourself to them and see how they react and then based off their reactions whether they're you know, I think they're just going to be super supportive or whatever the case may be. But the issue can also be like you got successful and now you're bragging about your success and questioning them. You know, now like and you guys, are, it's, you, you give off the vibe of you're still there. You just kind of have to also watch the way you're communicating your success because mm. it can become off as an arrogant type of braggadocious, you know, thing. Well, I think what he said was perfect. Well, to to eliminate you coming off as someone who's braggadocious, if there's people around you that aren't supporting you like that, mm-hmm. or they're not elevating with you, then that's probably time to move on. You know what I mean? Because if, you, if you're put in the place of, okay, let's just say, for example, tomorrow, I sell a $2.2 million house, okay. and I come to you, I'm like, oh, man, Dante, like, oh, I'm so excited. It's so, it's so awesome, man. Yeah. You know, do you want to, you know, go hit a restaurant or something? And then you're, you're um, just like real nasty about it. Like just being all just not down and like being like a real like 
you know, jerk about it. Oh, like kind of like um, I'm questioning you about it more than that I'm um, supporting you. Yeah, like jealousy or envy yeah, or yeah. something like this. Like I can't believe you did that, but not, yeah. not in a positive sense. Yeah, like oh, I'm like yeah, oh another one. <laughs> yeah, like if if that's what I, happens when you're successful, yeah. that's that look, can't be someone you be around. Those are the same people that will go home until they're. Those are the same people that will like, like go home until they're like their partner or you know whoever and tell them about what you're doing and, and look at them and kind of be like disappointed what do you mean say so like let's say i do take that negatively and let's say i take your success and i'm responding to it in a bad way already that means i'm already showing some type of envy or jealousy i'm not going to go home i'm going to look at what i have but anyway it's like you uh, part uh hmm. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. Why are you doing the three, two, ones? All right, one, two, Just three. Just no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> two, one, three. Okay. I got All right. Anyway, so like someone that negative could take it home to their, you know, their family and just be like kind of oppressing them with that information. And like it could, it could like not only now is it like ruining their home because, it, you know, to show of just like their insecurities and their immaturities of that, of that human being. And, uh, yeah, just the way to carry yourself and it's already, like, selfish, kind of, you know? Like, the, like the, you're, you're telling them something, and all they could think about was their own internalized view. Yeah. And it couldn't take their self out of the picture. Or how their life is going currently. Exactly. So now it's, like, it's a mix of this guy. Yeah, but it, moving on. Just you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, sometimes it's still it's still hard to know negative because sometimes people will save it until they leave. Just so so overall, just make sure you have good people around you. Mm-hmm. Control your attitude because it affects pretty much everything. Like we just laid out. We did have a great, a great example. Let's say, let's say one day me and you get into an argument, right? Which which won't happen because our honestly our personalities are too different so yeah even if one of us is mad the, <laughs> not in reference <laughs> not yeah. in reference yeah even if one of us is mad oftentimes the other finds it's like you find it to be kind of confusing whereas <laughs> not in reference <laughs> what well, think say, about that i want to say that yeah. time. i don't want to say that yeah. but anyway you, you find it could be confusing like if i tell you like something's bothering me Whereas you don't you don't immediately hop on the train of that's messed up or whatever you always would you always try and figure out you always try and figure out like why you'd be like oh, I'm not really mad about it but does that bother you which is that's kind of how our discussions go along the lines of those type of moments but yeah this moving on this I digress no this, this is a great point this is a great point is how you can handle certain situations like an adult. But yeah, so the overall synopsis of everything we talked about is, you know, keep everybody around you that, you know, you want to fit your... No, you're good. I just... just synopsis? No, no, no. I just oh. had to... I don't know why, but I just thought about our very first episode, and it's just random, man. Just, mm-hmm. What about it? Just have a surreal moment a little bit. Just crazy how far we got. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Conversationally? Oh, come yeah, on, man. Look, I remember the first episode we were, we were dapping. We were dapping each other. <laughs> After the first episode, him and I dapped a hundred times. It probably was. 
And we played <laughs> what, what song? Nonstop. We played the Baby Keem. Uh, Dun, 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 family ties. Dun, yeah. Right, we had family ties. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Jumping that. <laughs> Jumping that. <laughs> we, yeah. we were not letting yeah. that moment escape us. No, that was that was yeah, yeah, that was insane. I wish we had um some like footage of that, but we don't. Man, <laughs> it would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah. Keep everybody around you that fits your values. Don't let your attitude or your emotions control everything or ruin your day because there's four quarters in a day. If you mess up in quarters one through three, you can still, you know, hit the game winner in, in the fourth quarter. I don't know about that one. Or if, you know, uh, maybe not one through three. If you mess up in the first half, you can still turn around the second half. Yeah, one and two. Yeah, you can't mess up three. Like everybody everybody, you, everybody, don't turn to the black mom in the fourth. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so um, don't let everything control you, like your emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't let people around you that don't serve you. When it comes to building connections, make a good first impression because it's extremely important. And like the story I laid out with my client reaching out to me, that was only a basis of how he felt the first time he met me. Um, And he wasn't caring about the silly stuff that I pointed out to him. It didn't Mm -hmm. even cross his mind. I'm getting ready. Mm -hmm. Can call Mm -hmm. me upset. It's not your fault, but unless you know disrespect, it's my right to be hellish. I I still still get jealous. You got to get used to being uncomfortable for sure. Um, I I don't know. Just at some point, I did. I lost my. Kind of like the, that natural discomfort you would have with uh, interactions. I, I've, I've kind of taken the importance of those away. But I get that from, uh, you know, boards in the army and stuff like that. So kind of you have to look for a way to kind of take that pressure off of you so you can be the best version of yourself in these moments that kind of feel demanding. Um, for me, it was I just changed it into like, I'm the prize of this situation. So I kind of, I, I uplift myself in, in the image of being like this large kind of like person, even though I'm not that. But it helps with, you know, opening myself up and putting myself in those uncomfortable situations, especially when you're trying to achieve something you've never done before. So it's super important to kind of, you got to believe in yourself. Because uh, honestly, no matter what anybody says to you, until you take what they say and internalize all those positive, you know, kind of like words or affirmations, they don't mean nor do anything. So you have to take the steps necessary to kind of digest, believe, and then present them to the world. So you give them the best version of you. That's a great point. There's many different angles and ways we can go about why it's important to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. um i think the first one like you said so you said um making connections with people mm-hmm. the first thing you said um so what i would label that as is something that maybe he felt uncomfortable with maybe not a fear i don't know if i label that as a fear it's it's like um it's just nerves you know it's it's anxiety Mm. You know, you, you, you need to take you, first. I think the best thing you need to do is first of all, first realize why you're feeling the way you feel. <clears throat> is it that you feel like they're more important than you or you're lacking? Yeah, is it just a you thing yeah. or is it the people but, that you're. Yeah, but oftentimes it's, it's, it's just your mental state of how you're perceiving the situation you're currently in. And you just got to figure out 
how to break it down in your own head so that you can, you know, find that calm and, you know, just kind of like um, when you when you do get in that moment, it's like you're unfazed. Yeah, no, that's that's extremely important. And that's like the first stage of why it's important to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. is because you have to get over the things you're anxious about. Yeah. Whether it's test taking, if you're in high school or college, whether it's talking to people or talking to girls or talking to, you know, uh, boys, if you're a woman, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to meet somebody. The birds and the bees. Or if it's being uncomfortable, just honestly, simply in your own skin. Like if there's a certain way you want to dress, but you're feeling so uncomfortable with how you feel. Um, and you're shying away from really the mm-hmm. true you that wants to dress like this or yeah. or wear your hair this way or your makeup that way or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, wear a muscle shirt to the gym or something like that. That's facts. I, um, <laughs> wearing a muscle to the gym took me a minute. Yeah, me too. Me too. But it's important to get over those things because we, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but me, I thrive and grow in situations where I'm completely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> because you you get out of... You're conquering something, basically. You're yeah, conquering sure. something yeah. that you were poor at before. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you took care of that. My thing, I've talked about it too many times in here, but it was social speaking. And now I would say, you know, not to be braggadocious, but I think I'm an exceptional speaker i think i'm exceptional I'm making conversation keeping conversation building connections i think that's my strongest asset um uh, because uh, i i could agree with that because i worked on it um now where would i be if i hadn't done that if i was just still the same person well, we wouldn't be here tell you what you know what i mean like yeah, you would never have presented the idea to me and yeah i would never have i don't think i'd even be in the career i'm in mm. if i never got over that so that's why it's important. You have to you you never want to think like what what could have been? What what could I have been? Mm-hmm. You know, if I would have got over this or got over that. Yeah. So I would say I agree with Dante. That's like the first stage of of being or getting rid of that un- or starting to learn how to, you take, know, take your time. Jeez, struggling through that it's the first stage of learning how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and accepting the fact that life is not always going to be you know easy yeah it's not going to be cake and ice cream yeah Mm -hmm. and if you notice when you're sitting watching tv or you're you know chilling somewhere with your friends that you do you know let's say a couple times a week or you're at the bar you never learn anything in those situations ever you don't. You don't. You don't learn anything worth value what in about, those situations. What about the bar, though? I feel like the bar is a decent. Now, it depends on what type of bar you're at. But You learn what you don't want to do at the bar. No, you can't. Okay, you're making it. <laughs> Every bar isn't bad. But, I, I mean, well, I've met some nice people who, gave me, who, who have given me um, legit opportunities at bars. Well, well let me. Not, not like, uh, I don't know where they're going to take that. Uh, <laughs> not like a female, yeah, yeah. Just like I've sitting down, I've talked to like um, 
people who were like uh, police officers, truck drivers, or people who work for like tech businesses. <clears throat> These are legit moments that have happened to me in, in Rockford, actually. Um, I sat down, and I, it's funny that it's me doing the communicating, but anyway, <laughs> I sat down and I talked to these people, and they're always like, yeah, actually, I do this, this, and that. This is how I got into it. I mean, if you're if you're ever interested, then, and you know, so forth. But I have gotten kind of those cool little well, moments. You, you put up something I wasn't even thinking about. When I said, like, the bar, that was a very good point, though. But I'm, I'm more meaning, let me just talk strictly about sitting on the couch then. <laughs> Or no, no, you know, let me bring back no, in the bar. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm my talking bad. about the the concept of it, like right. how you picture everybody else at the bar. Facts, okay, true. Like you were probably in the presence of mind to sit down with them and hang out and get value from it. I'm saying the average Joes that go there, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, going crazy. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the state of being comfortable. We we, we five shots deep in yeah, twenty you know, minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> That all I'm talking about is the state of being comfortable. Is you you tend to not learn as much as you were actually not tend to you don't learn as much as you would have. Yeah, you're hindering you, yourself. Yeah, if you did something that makes you uncomfortable, that's yeah. just that's all the only point I'm saying with that mm-hmm. is you just tend to learn more in those situations. That's very true. I I, I have to agree. Yeah, and I guess um, if you want me to keep going, the, the second part of of I think learning to be uncomfortable. And liking it is doing the things that nobody else would do. And huh? wow, why are you doing that? Huh? <laughs> do you do your thing? I'm not doing anything. Like, okay, for example, we talked about cold showers before. We're not going to get into that. But the reason why oh, speaking of speaking of actually taking a, I took a cold shower. I'm probably taking like three up to the, to this point. Really? Yeah, I'm taking like three after that. Uh, after discussion, yeah, not on purpose. Funny. Uh, because anyway. uh-huh. <laughs> of other situations <laughs> yeah uh, how well i don't work yeah i was like you know what first time the first time i did it was just literally we were just hot water was not cooperating i just had to get in cold mm-hmm. and i was like and it, it was it was a very um how do i say this the experience itself wasn't bad once you once, once i was in the water itself it was like okay heart you know heartbeat increases then at some point, you know, chills out. And I was like, okay, it's kind of a thrill ride a little bit. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely definitely got out and felt like I just like, I don't know. It's like Reborn? A, yeah, it's like, a, it's like I drank a coffee or something, but like yeah. the best coffee in my life. You know, just. If How do you feel the rest of the day? I, d- I, was, I was just uh, like, I was more observant. I was like, you I'm know. I'm telling you. I, I, can't, I can't lie about this. I'm uh, the telling benefit you. I received was dope. And it wasn't even intentional. I just didn't have a choice. But yeah, I went on to take two more after that. But point being, I I definitely would say if you need a little pick me up. Yeah, definitely take a cold shower for sure. But I'm like the the point I'm trying to make is not even about the cold shower at all. the The point I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make is more about doing things that will build that that mental discipline to not shy away at hard things. For example. When I told Dante about the running challenge I want to do next month, he wasn't a good time. he wasn't like, oh, I don't know, man, or or he wasn't like, oh, I don't want to do that, or yeah, you know, can't be me. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, well, how are we gonna do it? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, how are we gonna do it? <laughs> like, like, how do you want to do it? Like, how are we gonna structure this? And the 
the way that that coincides so perfectly with like a cold shower to me like the concept of those two together mm-hmm. is just about like by myself doing by me doing hard things in life it's got me to the point where like Dante like the same situation I just said where if someone were to bring an opportunity like that to me that would be my exact response okay how are we gonna do it I'm never like oh I can't do it or mm-hmm. or and it might sound silly you might think like oh why do I have to do these things why do I have to go outside and run in the rain why do I have to you know do 100 push-ups before bed or why do I have to do a public speaking thing that I don't get paid for or why do I have to go speed dating or the reason you do this is because that's how you grow speed dating no like people like let's say there's someone that's been single forever oh, I see what you're saying. and they go to like a speed dating thing that's like a extremely uncomfortable thing yeah, that's insane actually but the point I'm trying to make is those types of things callous your mind to to you know progress and get used to doing the hard things because then let's just say something that you didn't create happens to you that makes you super uncomfortable like you're able to handle yourself in that situation mm-hmm. you've been there before you put yourself through worse yeah it's true very true oh okay all right now it's hitting that's me. why yeah. i do those things it's type of things you know what i mean came full loop you did a good job like, <laughs> that you, you gotta build resilience in yourself when there isn't any and that's extremely important would you rather be someone who is a menace to society but feels horrible guilt about all the bad things you bring to the world but no one thinks of you differently or be someone who is a light and a positive person but everybody looks at you like a menace to society until they really get to know you <laughs> come on now you know where i'm going hey i already know where he's going Man, something about something about that guilt just ain't gonna get to me. Uh, <laughs> you said it's not gonna get to you. Nah, I mean I probably. I mean I'm doing it on purpose anyway, so I'm finding some form of enjoyment doing this. I'm, well, the way I tried to structure that question was like, but no one looks at you differently. It's like they're just letting me do whatever dumb idea I get in my head, and just being like, <laughs> no. Nah. How I tried to structure this was you did really bad things. Like, what do you mean by really? Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, but I don't want to be too. I don't want to be super nice. And then these people are like, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather be the villain than nah. Well, what I'm trying to. So, like, you feel horrible guilt because. Of a past action. No, no, no. What I tried to, what I tried to structure it like is that you're not in control of the things you're doing. Oh, okay. All right. So, so you, like you could, let's say you're uh, you're walking to somebody, and you say something like extremely rude. Oh, like get out of my way. Yeah, but you, but you weren't even trying to say that. Like it's just a natural. You, you got forced to say it. So would you rather be someone like that? So you're living with all these things you're doing all the time, like you're just being a jerk twenty four seven. Somebody want me. Or <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but um, I think. Uh, I think it will ruin it is the guilt. That's definitely going to ruin it. Are these okay? On the other end, is it like they're being negative to my face? Like I'm, yeah, that, you gotta cut that out. Okay. But are they being, <laughs> okay? Are they being negative, like, like, like verbally, kind of interacting? You're saying the one where you're nice, yeah, but nobody knows it until oh, yeah. I mean, they're all saying things about you. You've heard things about you. Oh, great. Everybody's, because everybody said you're a menace to society, but then once people get to know you, Mm -hmm. 
then they know you're a nice person. Yeah, but they can't get to know me because that's not how they would rather wouldn't work. How was that? <laughs> because you just said you just said. All right, no, so wait, no. wait, wait. so on the other, but you just, uh, but I'm stuck on the other on the other end of this. Would you rather? I basically, I basically don't. I basically don't have a choice. Come on, I'm sorry. I basically don't have a choice. <laughs> How do you not have a choice? Because I can redeem myself with the nice one, but with the other one, I'm forced into this negative path, whether I want it to be this way or not. So you're giving me no choice. <laughs> I think I'm picking the I'm picking the nice person one Yeah I mean The way you described it Made it sound great mm-hmm. I'm redeemable Well Not quite Like I mean Everybody else Most people are gonna hate you I'll fight them There's probably gonna, <laughs> There's probably gonna be Well then they're gonna be like, Oh there goes that menace society exactly. again Exactly And then step up And what's still gonna happen <laughs> You gonna see that menace You've been so, talking yeah, about Yeah I am a menace <laughs> Exactly <laughs> In the, in the scenario, the nice person actually turns into a menace too. <laughs> oh. They're just the whole thing oh, gets I guess, ruined. I guess that would make you know what I mean. That would make the problem. Huh? That would start the villain arc. Well, I guess I guess in the end, you live long enough to be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather be a YouTube star, million, millions of views, you know, subscribers, and you know, everywhere you go, people. You know, you get into like the regular celebrity type of, you know, feel, but with the paparazzi, you know, you're getting all of it, all the bad, all the good. Or would you rather be like a Twitch streamer, the gaming, the kids, not as much success and you're trending for like, kind of like, you know, that your childish antics, no one's really taking you serious in the business world. So out of those two options, like you're, you're still successful as a Twitch streamer. It's just... You're, not, you're you're coming off more like this guy who just plays games. Oh, like a, nobody's going to be for real about you. Exactly. So if you did have a choice, which one would you pick? The first one. You would go to YouTuber? Yeah. Is it based on like a like a business or just like what you want to be perceived? Strictly business orient, oriented. Because, yeah, the paparazzi and stuff would be so bad, horrible. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm not being taken serious, then there's only so much... Um, you could scale it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you're just a Twitch, you might be just be stuck like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm a YouTuber, you know, I can get into movies one day. Mm-hmm. I could have, a, you know, an alcohol or something. I could have all these different business opportunities. And then one day I'll make so much money, I wouldn't leave my house. Mm-hmm. So, paparazzi wouldn't even matter. That was a terrible statement. Because I definitely would leave the house. <laughs> I, I'd probably go with Twitch streamer. You go to Twitch streamer? I go to Twitch streamer. I feel like my life would be more. I feel like I probably I feel more free, you know. Mm. Despite despite the 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 perception that is, you know, kind of being placed on me based off a career choice. Um, I feel like I can morph that into more of an entertaining. Like I'm an entertainer, just like anybody else. It's just that my form of entertainment also comes with like a, you know, a, a crowd of people that generally you know are just you know kids yeah and so to keep my um my consumers satisfied i tend to lower my i tend to lower my like uh standard of intelligence so that i can communicate with them well and i feel like i would like that more because they're going to grow up with me Mm. you know and then when they see me they get older 
You know, it's it's like um, what's the guy name from Blue's Clues? Oh, uh-huh. Steve. It'd be like the same thing. Yeah. So I feel like I'd enjoy that more than the uh-huh. YouTube site. That was a sweet spin on it. Oh, <laughs> that was very nice. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> thank you for being here for this episode of the Bloomberg Podcast. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. But more importantly, subscribe to our YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Hit that little red button down there that you see right there. Just go ahead and go ahead and tap that little one, red button. One day I'm going to do these intros. I just got to. It's coming. It's coming. I'm, we're going to switch it up. Yeah. We're going to switch it up That's so right. crazy. The brother's going to do it. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> one day we're going to do a podcast where both chairs are lined up in the middle and I'm this way and he's this way. And then <laughs> just picture that in your we're head. We're cutting this right here now. <laughs> yeah. You're kidding too. Right. <laughs> but with that being said. Could you imagine? Go ahead. Go with ahead. that being said, born broke. Born broke.